This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 16th. 2021 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin don't fomo on altcoins we'll talk about that offended by selling we will talk about that all right i got a very special guest on the show today his name is craig meister he's the college meister i'm the bitcoin meister he's the college meister it's a great last name to have. It's helped us out a lot. Life has been helped us out. It's been great. It's been great. Anyway, my brother is here. Um, welcome to the show, Craig Meister. Uh, this is your debut. Thank you for having me. Adam. All right. So we're going to talk about this uh, this wallet, this Bitcoin wallet, and your Bitcoin story. You're going to give us a review of the Ballet Pro Series wallet, which you might not know. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's controversial. There actually are some brothers that are involved with this wallet. Have you ever heard of a guy named Bobby Lee or Charlie Lee? Have you heard of those guys? I have. Oh, you have now? Okay. Because most like, I thought you wouldn't care at all because no one really should care who they are. I mean, they just care about their wallet. But a lot of people don't like this wallet because they're people that don't like those those brothers and everything. But we will, we will get into this. So um, the guys over at Ballet sent me this Ballet Pro Series wallet. They wanted me to try it out. And I thought to myself, I'm like, why not get someone with less experience than me uh, to try it out? Now, the one issue that I didn't really realize is that the Ballet uh, Pro Series wallet, let, let's read real quick what it is. The new Pro Series is designed to meet the requirements of security experts and high value investors. But it is simple enough for anyone who has experience using cryptocurrency software or a hardware wallet. Well, you did not have experience doing that yet. Your Bitcoin was at Coinbase. Uh, users jointly participate with Ballet in the two-factor private key generation process through the open source BIP38 standard. This method uh, enables us to produce a customized wallet that can be uh, decrypted by a passphrase that you create without your passphrase ever leaving the computer you use to generate the intermediate code. Each Pro Series package contains three individual wallets, so you can store uh, physical bas backups in multiple locations. The physical wallets are constructed of highly high quality materials for exceptional durability and long-term storage. Now, again, one of the reasons I sent you this thing is because of the whole intermediate code. Uh, the, the original wallet, which is simpler to use, um, people complained about it because the 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 uh, the code the uh, freaking uh, <laughs> your uh, the what's it called the uh, your private key I am forgetting what these things are called hey by the way everybody hello my elite friends I forgot to say that if you have questions for my brother or me about college or about Bitcoin ask them all right but uh, yeah the private key and the password uh, People thought uh, that the company could see them both and hack into your account. So I gave you something that was a little more complicated, um, but did not have the controversy around it. So you used it, you set it up, you were successful, everything went well, um, but it, it took you a while to actually do it. I, I sent it to you, I think, during the summer and you just did this in, in December. So quickly, uh, Tell everybody why you, you wanted to get into Bitcoin back in 2014 and, and how you got into Bitcoin and what happened and why you decided to finally uh, move, control your own private key. Well, thank you again, Adam, for having me on. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, so my name's Craig and I'm a big fan. Um, and I got into Bitcoin, uh, it was, it was I think late 2013, maybe 2014. Um, and it was actually you who got me interested in it a little bit. And then I started actually, I was the first, uh, as I'm a college admissions consultant, so I help families uh, navigate the college application admissions process. I'm based in Maryland. And um, I was actually the first business in Maryland uh, to accept Bitcoin and the first college admissions consultancy or consultant in the world to accept Bitcoin back all the way back then. Um, and so I, the user friendly way to do it back then was through Coinbase. And I created a business account through Bin, uh, Coinbase at that time. And um, I was able to accept uh, and purchase uh, Bitcoin at that time through Coinbase. And I had no problem. Um, in the intervening years, uh, Coinbase sort of created new internal hurdles um, for, for me because I opened it up initially as a um, business account um, so that I could use sort of the uh, QR code or the equivalent that existed at that time on my website so people could pay me that way. But over the years, they required more and more identification and ultimately for a long period of time over, let's say the 2000, 15 to 2017, almost 18 period, I was locked out of Coinbase for a number of years because my uh, identification, which they required me to upload at a later date, did not match my name in the account, which was my business name. And it took many back and forth emails to ultimately get back into my uh, Coinbase account. I actually bought a little more Bitcoin in the intervening years by creating another Coinbase account uh, through my personal name. But uh, it was very frustrating that at a time when Bitcoin was getting more uh, valuable that I was sort of um, out in the wilderness with my Bitcoin because I was not able to get through it to my Coinbase. So that uh, kept in the back of my mind the desire to ultimately get rid of Coinbase. Um, and so when I learned about this wallet, uh, which was very abstract to me um, in from you, I was very excited. Uh, to have the opportunity to physically store my Bitcoin um, and and in a place where it would not be in the hands really of Coinbase, which really, um, really excited me because of the user, the poor user experience that I had had over uh, several years with Coinbase. All right. So th there's your story. They, in a sense, you, you might have ended up with more, uh, more Bitcoin over time had it not been through all the because of all the weird bureaucracy over there. And again, you're just a regular guy, but they, they locked your, I mean, did weird things to your and account. I'll say, honestly, at this point, they, they changed their policy. They never, ultimately I had to convert my business account into a, um, into a, an individual account uh, because of their, their um, changes in policy. So that really is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So Let's let's straight up talk about the uh, the wallet now the yes. the, ba the ballet wallet stuff. You, you got it in the mail. It came from uh, it came from China, and uh, you, you attempted to set it up. So so tell us uh, tell us your experiences. Yeah. So you had let me know that this would be coming in the mail, but it took several months, and it was also during the very beginning of COVID, uh, or the first couple months of COVID that it arrived. So because I saw packaging from China with Chinese letters on it. I immediately quarantined it in my garage for several months out of fear uh, <laughs> of getting COVID um, because I didn't at first know what it was, but then I figured it out what it was because I, I hadn't ordered anything from China as far as I knew. But 
um, when I ultimately undressed it or took it out of its container and you know disinfected, et cetera, I took it out and it was a very thick packaging and it was very impressive. I was very impressed. This is actually sort of the one of the three. So it's pretty thick, it's pretty strong cardboard, but then when you open it up, there are all these instructions and inside is sort of the the, the um, actual physical wallet, which I have in ensconced right now or encased in a blue in a uh, plastic container. But even without the plastic container, you can see that it's, um, let's, let me see if I can open it. But it, um, it's pretty thick. It's sort of like a credit card, but heavier. It's like metal, it feels like real metal. Um, and so it's a very nice physical wallet, uh, physical feeling thing. Um, and, and it's been very easy to use once I got a hang of it. All right, now remember the, the delays were caused, uh, that, that's not their usual uh, procedure, but there was all that insanity that was going on at the time. So that- uh, Yeah, shipping I, I, was shut down, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I knew about it before it actually got to be shipped out. I, I guess I, I, I told you maybe before I should have even told you, but whatever, it's great. It got there, you used it. And uh, so, so tell, tell us, I mean, tell us your experience of getting it off of Coinbase. I mean, you learned, some of the very important skills that I talk about. You you had never sent the Bitcoin before. You never properly stored a Bitcoin before. You never set up a wallet before. Now you're freaking elite. You know how to do all that stuff. But it, it took some uh, it took some time. Uh, and again, this wasn't meant for a, a beginner. I mean, would you classify yourself as a beginner? I mean, oh yes. Other than other than the fact that I had the the Coinbase account for multiple years, m much of that time I was locked out of it. So I was very much a beginner. And like you had said, I had accepted Bitcoin from a client or two, um, but not many clients paid in Bitcoin. And then I also purchased a little Bitcoin via Coinbase, but I had done really nothing more beyond that. So in the course of just really just a couple days, once I actually got serious with this ballet wallet, I learned about everything from sort of the Bit38 passphrase to the uh, sort of the confirmation code and also sort of the, the really nice uh, element is the fact that there are three of them that are complete duplicates, these, these um, wallets, so that I can store them in different physical locations so that if something happens to one, um, you know, I have two others. Um, so I've learned quite a bit. And like you said, um, by that point, because I had gotten a little Bitcoin in the earlier time period uh, before I got locked out of my Coinbase account, I also had accumulated some Bitcoin at that point, or it had grown in a, a dollar value. So I wanted to be sure that it was safe. Um, so you're right. When I, I, I started to get confident, what I did first was uh, during sort of the frenzy of, I think, 2018, I had gotten Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin BSV, I think Bitcoin uh, Ethereum and also- oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's back up here. Okay. You, you got the Bcash and the BSV because there were forks. You yes. held that thing for so long. Yes. That they gave you for free. What what uh, you got your crypto dividend, which is great. What did you think about getting those things for free? Was that a little weird? Like you didn't you didn't know you were going to have BSV? I mean, what did you what did you think about that? Oh, it was a, it was a surprise to me. I didn't know until I logged into Coinbase one day and I saw that I had this new currency. Because remember, when I started with Coinbase, it was really just Bitcoin. Um, yeah, it only was. It only was. And, and then I sort of set it and forget it. I didn't think about it for a long time. And then when I tried to get back in, I was locked out for many months, if not years. Um, so <laughs> then when I ultimately got back in, um, it was during sort of the time in which it was approaching uh, sort of 18, 19,000 in, I think, 2018, maybe? 17. 17. It was, it was, it was, it was, 
December, yeah. Of so that during that time, there had all there was a proliferation of new coins, and I saw also that the, these new sort of dividends had arrived, and that's when I, I made a couple new purchases. Yeah. Uh, now remember, I told you not to get altcoins too. I told you not to, but you did anyway. You did. I just got a little bit. It was very small amounts. So you like asked that. me about Ripple, even I remember. You had somehow heard of Ripple. Oh, it was horrifying. I get. But whatever. You learn. You learn your lesson, and you you. You ended up with these things. Okay, so I, I interrupted you. I interrupted you. I just uh, so you got you got you got all this stuff now. Now it's the present. You got your wallet. You got to move this stuff off. Okay, so I mean, yes. was it easy to understand how to set up the wallet and everything? Or I mean, um, it, it was pretty easy. Well, I did actually enlist your help um, to to sort of walk me through the page that Ballet has set up. They have a website page um, where you can view. You can sort of verify everything is on the up and up. Um, and you can see all the addresses that people could send you different currencies with. Um, so that was very valuable for me because I, I knew, because of course I'm a big fan, I know that Bitcoin is the most valuable of the coins. So I did not, I was very hesitant to move my Bitcoin first. So I, it was actually came back to be a good thing that I had these other coins at my disposal in my Coinbase account because I felt more comfortable experimenting with sending them from Coinbase to my new physical wallet. Um, and so I think I started with Bitcoin BSV. BSV, you started. Um, yeah, so I sent that. And um, now that was an issue, I think, ultimately, because I think, you know, it's such a, I guess, bad coin or whatever that it, it, they, they, you need a minimum to send it or something. It was, it was, um, and you could, well, you, you couldn't sell it at Coinbase. They gave it to you, but you weren't yeah. allowed to sell it there. And uh, so, but that was something that Ballet Wallet provides. They give you a link. They allow you to dump your uh, altcoins through them. And, and you were, you were yeah, able to it, do that. It could be. I don't remember if it was Bitcoin BSV or BSV or Bitcoin Cash. But one of them, I think even the wallet didn't let me. I had to, I had to transfer it to something else like Bitcoin Cash, I think, to get it up to a higher enough a value um, to, to transfer it into another value. No, what, what it was is like when you went to dump them, you did, they would only – You'd have to have like at least uh, whatever twenty five fifty dollars worth of, of BSV, or they yeah. wouldn't let you sell it at that that exchange that yeah. uh, that ballet sets you up with. Ballet, yeah. it looks like you're selling it through the ballet website, but they're doing it through. I forgot, the, I forgot the I forgot the yeah, the third party that uh, I forgot the name of those ones. Uh, whatever. I, it was at least two different ones because I, I did one type of currency one day and then the next the next day, and it was two different third party um, converters, if you will. Yeah, yeah, they switched. They switched behind the scenes. Yes. What, I forgot their names. But uh, I think but that may actually be another upside of the wallet because I think they may go with the ones that may have the lowest fees at any given time, maybe. But um, I that, don't quote me on that. But whatever the case may be, they they seem to have low fees to transfer and such uh, or to, to convert. Um, so, again, I did the, the big BSV, the Bitcoin Cash, and then I felt ready. At that point, I had a little Litecoin and a little um, uh, Ethereum. So I sent those two from my Coinbase account. And I sent them away to my uh, my new wallet, and everything worked out really well. It did um, for one of them. It took a little while um, because there had to be a number of confirmations. Um, but within seconds of me sending it from from Coinbase, uh, the count it hadn't fully gone through, but I saw that it was pending on my wallet. It was really comforting to see for someone who's new that the minute the second you send it and you get that confirmation on the blue screen on Coinbase that says. You know, with a little check mark, we confirm that we've just sent it to this this address, whatever the address is for Ethereum or Litecoin or Bitcoin. 
um, that the, you can look down at your cell phone where you have the ballet app and it already shows you right there that it's coming. It's like, it's got like a, like a, a line and it's like thinking, you know, it's, you can see it's on its way and it gets very exciting so that you can see the balance of your overall ballet account. Um, that's the best feeling is when that goes up by, you know, a considerable percentage. Um, and that's and, and you, you also learned how to use the block explorer during this uh, whole situation too. That's which true. Is yeah, so Most people don't know how to use that. And that that I really used that the first time because I think the first uh, currency I used must not have been that good of a currency. It took a while, a longer time. I think it was DSP was having issues that day or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I was scared it had gotten lost. Like maybe I put it in the wrong um, address for me. So I was very paranoid. And here I'm <laughs> using a wallet. I just lost money. I'm thinking, but. Yes, Adam showed me uh, where to go on this website, and I was able to see that it was in transit. Um, and once you have a little bit of any type of currency on this wallet on your phone, um, where you can track it via the app, um, that creates sort of a line item um, on the app to create uh, to see um, how much of that type of currency you have. So. When I did my first transfer, I had no line items for BSV or Ethereum or Bitcoin Cash or Litecoin or Bitcoin. So I, did, I was flying blind, sort of without a radar. So that's the point at which I went to that website and I could see that it, it had in fact been sent, but it was needing to go through some more confirmations for BSV uh, for whatever reason, excuse me. So, um, but once I got it, that's when the BSV stays on as a line item on your phone, um, which is very nice. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to go back in, in your journey, too. It was a great idea for you to get into Bitcoin because you have worldwide customers. I mean, you have people that, that they, they can be wherever and they might not have dollars. So, I mean, it was it was a beautiful idea so that, you know, if you had a client in Italy, you just send you Bitcoin. And so, so this is great. I mean, it, it's great now that you're in total control of your Bitcoin. And, may, and in the future, I mean, in the future, do you expect to get any clients that are going to pay this way? I do. I think again, I I started taking it that fall when there was that big uh, crisis, the banking crisis in Greece, um, and so I actually put out a press release at that time that you know this is a wonderful and even the universities there were starting to accept, I think, payment in Bitcoin, and so I sort of aligned my um, promotion of accepting Bitcoin with the fact that you know this is a great way for international families who I have increasing numbers of to be able to pay very quickly and seamlessly and without third parties taking a cut out of it. Um, so yes, um, and again, even just a few months into my accepting Bitcoin, it was because I was an early adopter that I was actually able to have my first client who paid in Bitcoin, who actually wasn't in Greece, wasn't anywhere out of the country, but actually ironically was in the exact same state. He just looked up online, you know, what businesses accept Bitcoin in the state of Maryland? And he saw he, he also needed college admissions help. And voila, there I had a client. Yeah, that was great. That was great. So hopefully more to, and then you never, he paid you whatever it was worth back then. And now it's, it's amazing uh, what it, what it's, what it's worth now. Now, so going back to the transfer process, then you, you didn't send all your Bitcoin at once, did you, to, from Coinbase? You, you did it like uh, in a, a couple different steps, just, just so you were comfortable, right? Yeah. So even though I had sent Litecoin and I sent Ethereum to my my personal new, my wallet that was off of Coinbase, uh, this beautiful ballet, simple and elegant pro series wallet. Um, I was still a little paranoid because I had accumulated, not accumulated, but I had the dollar value of my Bitcoin because I started getting paid in Bitcoin back many years ago now, um, had grown quite a bit from what I had initially 
invested, if you will. So I, I did send just a couple thousand at a time, um, so, uh, dollars worth, um, because I, I was still paranoid, even though it had worked beautifully with the other currencies. You know, that was a larger volume of U.S. dollars. So I took that a little bit more seriously. So I did it over various days. And also what I found with Coinbase is that their rates, their um, their fees uh, really were volatile, too. I don't know. I think what I think I ended up finding out is that um, depending on the day, I think it was a Sunday afternoon, they were using their the, the Coinbase UK office and they had higher rates. Um, and then the next Monday morning, it was a much lower rate to tr to transfer it out or uh, to send it out. So I was happy I was I waited. So I'm, I'm I'm happy I didn't rush it all out at once because the fees can change depending on the volume. I think of um, traffic. Well, it, it, in theory, you see, th this is the problem. When you're doing it on your own, you know the miners' fees. Coinbase is like estimating what the miners' fees are going to be and how much profit they need to make. I mean, they do a different formula. So in theory, what was causing the prices to, to fluctuate were the miners' fees, in theory. But I, I really don't know all the stuff that's that's going on behind the scenes at Coinbase. I just think it's awesome that you got it off of the Coinbase. I mean, you really um, – I, I mean I, – I should – I'm sorry to interrupt, but I should say one more thing about Coinbase. You know – not only was it very painful not to be able to get into my Coinbase account for a number of years, I was scared that I was not going to ever get back in and I had to send identification and confirmations and proof of ownership of my business, et cetera. And ultimately I was able to get back in. But once I started finally sending my, my own, the stuff that I had bought through Coinbase, once I started sending it to my new ballet wallet, I did a couple sends, but then I tried to send Ethereum. I forgot to mention this, and they actually held it for 72 hours because you know they were very possessive of my own money because they, I guess, were concerned that all of a sudden someone who had had very little action in his account for a number of years was all of a sudden sending, uh, even though I was typing in all the confirmation codes and my cell phone received those codes and I was doing the two-factor authentication, they still did not let me have my money um as quickly as i think they should have and it took 72 hours for my ethereum to finally be moved off of coinbase and onto my physical wallet with ballet uh because of the possessiveness and control that coinbase wants to have over its uh users yeah so that's a lesson for me and I, i've told people about this people should know not your keys not your coin like you think it's really your your bitcoin when it's on Coinbase, but it's not. They can do that same thing. They could say that you were a bad man and never give it to you or something like that. So thank God you've got nothing left on Coinbase now. That that is very good. That that is great great progress for for anyone. And you've learned these important skills for the. Uh, tw I mean, you could teach people how to use the ballet now, couldn't you? I could absolutely. Again, once again, it was a little intimidating when I first got it because there was a lot of different codes. And there, there's several. There's actually two QR codes on the card itself. There's one on the code, and then there's like a sticker you have to flip over, and then there's an internal QR code. So for the uninitiated, it is a little bit much in the beginning. But again, I'm pretty smart, and it took only about a few days for me to sort of get my rhythm with it. And I'm very thankful for it because again, now I have physical, um, sort of physical ownership. Uh, it feels like of my of my. Uh, virtual my my cryptocurrency so yeah my six skills and let's see you've got sending you've got storage you've got setup 
you've got search. So you've got four of the, four of the skills already uh, of the golden age that I've, I've talked about on, on past shows. By the way, people, pound that freaking like button for my brother here. Oh, yeah. It's like you're getting, you know, we're not the same person, but this is the closest you're going to get to how I used to be before I knew about Bitcoin. Like this is, or unless you go check out the archives and stuff, but I didn't do too many videos before I knew uh, a lot. But anyway, and yes, my brother here graduated from University of Pennsylvania. Pound that like button. So that that's another reason he should be able to do this. Uh, um, Ivy League dude, they should be able to figure this stuff out in one second, and he, and he was. So, but but not everybody is an Ivy League dude. So, what's your critique of the wallet? It, it's I mean, is it better than Coinbase? Your experience so far with the wallet? Uh, yes, um, I would absolutely say so because again, I, I like it. I like it now. Whenever I'm with my phone, I can just check to see what my. I don't have to log in. I can just go to the app, and I can see how much uh, cryptocurrency I have and what it's worth in U.S. dollars. So it's very. Nice not to have to do the two-factor authentication every time I logged in, like was happening with Coinbase. And honestly, even just the other day, um, I logged back into my Coinbase account and it was having some some lo uh, loading issues. So I mean, and that happened pretty consistently. There were times where it would kick you out at Coinbase. So I feel very comfortable now that I'm not dependent on Coinbase. Um, and uh, but I'm happy that I got into obviously Bitcoin earlier. And at that time, Bitcoin and Coinbase was a really good um, sort of entry level drug, if you will. But now I'm at a higher level, I feel like, and I'm able to handle more responsibility. And I think ultimately that's really the beauty, right, of uh, Bitcoin is that, uh, you know, you don't feel it's decentralized. You don't feel like you have to be dependent on some centralized authority. And Coinbase is, after all, after all these years now, a centralized power, just like Google or um, any of these other big behemoth multinational corporations. So I think it's really nice that um, I I have true ownership of of my current my uh, Bitcoin. Now and, and by the way, Coinbase is going to go public this year too. I mean, uh, which is good for Bitcoin. Now uh, before we talk about some more Bitcoin stuff, just any more things you want to say about the the experience of setting it up? Would you recommend it to others? I mean, just pure review now of the wallet. I'll leave you to say anything you want to say about it. Well, I do wish it had not been made in China during the year in which COVID came from China as well. So had it not been made from China, I would have been opening it even several months before. And that was actually a big deal because I received it probably in the summer. And at that time, you know, I was more concerned about my health than I was about becoming wealthy. So I, if I had invested more money in Bitcoin in June than in November, I would have been in a much better position because how much... Uh, Bitcoin went up. But other than that, I would say, no, I'm very happy with it. It's very sleek. It's very user friendly. Um, you know, it really is well protected in this in this case. Again, this is just one of the three and it came bundled up sort of. So it's very thick and very nice. And um, the actual, again, the blue actual wallet itself, which sort of reminds me of a heavy, heavy credit card, um, is extremely durable. And again, user, it's very user friendly um, because once you've set it up with the app, and you've sent and, and um, you've done it a few times, especially if you focus purely on Bitcoin. You know, you you become much more familiar with your Bitcoin address, etc. But again, the beauty of this particular Pro Series Ballet Wallet is that if I really was into Ethereum and Litecoin and other things too, it it's a wallet for all of them. Whereas I believe an earlier version or another version that they made is just Bitcoin. This is for all of it. Though I know you're not a fan of the other currencies. Um, 
what is also nice is it, as I retire ownership of different currencies, I still can see on my phone, which I'm looking down at right now, the line item for Bitcoin SV and Bitcoin Cash. But there's also a way on the app where if I want to delete those line items, I can. I can just look at what I own right now, which is Bitcoin. And um, I actually do own a little Ethereum still as well. I got rid of Litecoin. Yeah, and you and you dumped that B cash and BSV, baby. That's as that's, fast as I could. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pound that like button. He's clearly my brother on that side there. With, with the dumping of the altcoins. Now again, you, you've got a whole family and stuff. So with the, with the health stuff, you're worried about health. This that, that's a whole. It's a whole another thing over there. And you're a busy guy. You can you. What do you think about all this Bitcoin drama and stuff? You know, people. Uh, th this is a controversial product. Is it controversial to you at all? I mean. <laughs> Well, so, well, it's. I don't. I, I hope it. It shouldn't be. I'm not doing anything illegal. I am. I'm. A, a, again, everyone sort of talks about. Oh, well, the. You know, it's. You know, the other day that French woman comes on and says that it's. It's. You know, a lot of funny business with Bitcoin and 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 not anonymity and um, uh, Lagarde. I think that's her Lagarde, name. Lagarde. Lagarde. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I and she's like criminal. Isn't she a criminal? Wasn't she once arrested? Yeah, she's she, a criminal. Yeah. But she's yeah. been prosecuted at least once. Um, so for, how dare she say that to me? I'm above board. I'm a, I, I run a clean business. I deserve to own whatever I want to own as long as I'm not breaking the law, which I'm not. And um, so I don't, I hope it's, it shouldn't be controversial. No, 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 no. What, these, what I meant by controversy, I mean, that's, yeah, we're used to that kind of FUD from, uh, from the, the establishment. You know, these people that say it's for, it's for bad people. But I mean, you don't even know in the Bitcoin space, there's so much drama. Uh, involving this wallet uh, because it's a little uh, I, I don't, i'm not gonna get it's good you haven't heard about the whole thing to you it's a i just want to point out to people that you know there are a lot of people that are in the, the space they don't know the first thing about crypto twitter and it doesn't matter about the drama that's over there you don't you don't know about the drama with the bobby lee and the charlie lee and the this the, the this lee and the that lee that, that that that's my point that i'm trying to make uh no, i feel very secure i i feel confident that i have the um the the um the the key of course is the bit 38 passphrase that i have ownership of i know what it is um you know i feel very confident that i own my bitcoin and they and don't know what it is that's the point people it was encrypted so they don't know what it is that was that's why this wallet is better than the original one continue sorry yeah so i i feel very confident obviously you know there's there's obviously arguments potentially against things you know right now people are making arguments against getting a vaccine ultimately people have to make their own decision one way or the other on what they feel comfortable with but i feel very comfortable and again you have to remember my my backstory which is coinbase which is this well-known reputable company really messed me up for many years and so i that allowed me to feel more confident and comfortable saying to hell with this i'm not oh, to, you know to heck with this i'm not going to do it and um and i, I wanted to have more physical ownership and especially now with the world the way it is with, uh, you know, uh, Biden and, and uh, yeah, be careful with your words here. Remember, YouTube is a is a not a na nice place for. Well, I, you know, my, my brother you... can speak, he can speak just like I can on the shows that have gotten me into trouble. So uh, well, if, regardless, if either... well, regardless how you feel about any politician, it is pretty well a consensus at this point that there is going to be probably a lot of more spending in the coming months. Yes. yes. And with more spending. Um, you know, I think people are going to be looking for better places to store their their hard earned money um, and different ways in which to store it. And again, I think that that bodes very well for Bitcoin over the coming months and years. Um, and I, I just hope that 
more people can uh, you know, do what I've done, which is take the leap of faith. Uh, again, when things are new, it's, it's hard to be a leader. Uh, it's very easy to be a follower in society, but I think that I'm very happy that I, I was one of the leaders in not, not only in terms of my industry, but also my state back in the 2013-2014 uh, timeframe. And uh, the only regret, frankly, I have is not being more of a leader, not putting even more of my portfolio, if you will, into Bitcoin at that time, because had I done that, I would no longer be the college meister. I would be the retired meister. Um, and I, I wouldn't need to do the, the business that I do on a daily basis. But I, I was I got my feet wet, but I didn't go full throttle. So um, now is now is now that I'm older and wiser and I've watched your show, um, I feel as though this is really the uh, the time to get serious about Bitcoin and true ownership. So uh, that this is a win win in my mind. No regrets, baby. That's one of the sayings here. No regrets. Pound that like button. Robert just sent $21.21 in the super chat. Thank you for the support, Robert. You're awesome. Roman Q has a great question uh, because I was going to ask something like this to you, Craig. Uh, when Bitcoin 10X is again from here, does Craig think he will upgrade his private key management process? Do you, you think you'll get a, a better wallet than this? Because this isn't the state of the art. I mean, there's the Trezor out there, which is, is more complicated. Uh, do, you, do you foresee yourself, uh, I mean, when, when you get more Bitcoin or, again, when it goes up in price, do you, do you think you're going to get another wallet one day? I, I don't believe, I don't, I don't feel any need for that at this time, especially, again, I love the fact that there are three of these. So they send three identical uh, of these wallets that I've showed you a few times, these uh, Ballet wallets. And again, what's great about them, you can put them in different locations. God forbid you lose one or God forbid one's stolen. It doesn't have that BIP38, um, the BIP38 passphrase uh, on it. It has other important information on it to set up the app on your phone and such. But um, what I will say is, no, I feel very safe and secure. I, I, I uh, have no intention of getting rid of this unless unless there's new, uh, easy, even easier ways but again from my perspective after being with coinbase and remember i got into coinbase before they even had two-factor authentication and um to see what they did to me over the number of years where they created two-factor authentication and then they locked me out of my account because they had to change the ownership of the account from my business to my name and then it, they required a, a license that they didn't recognize and i had to go back and forth with them in san francisco it was just too it was too much um, so this to me is heaven on earth. I, I think I'll keep this as long as I can. All right. Wow. That's, that's a good answer. Now, what do you think about the, uh, there are a lot of people, you, you, it was, it was great. You, you started moving your uh, Bitcoin at the end of December. And that was when the price really started going wild then. And you, you wanted to get some more and everything. And I think you got a little bit more before it even went to this extreme. But what do you think about this price rise? Does it tempt you at all to sell? Or do you have a really strong hand? And this is just, I mean, this is your savings account and everything. There's no temptation. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that. So I know obviously you want to have a strong hand and you want to hold on for a dear life. So um, I may have been a little weaker had I, so the one the one blessing of, Bic, of Coinbase screwing me for so long was the fact that even if I had wanted to pull out, I couldn't. So I, I got used to the fact that I just I might as well just be in for the long haul because it could take a really long time to get back ownership of my account. But now that I've never sold Bitcoin, um, I did sell. So I did in that 2017 period, I did buy Litecoin and Ethereum and I actually sold a little Ethereum then. Um, 
And uh, so, but I've never sold Bitcoin. I've always held onto Bitcoin and I'm in it for the long haul. I mean, let's go, let's go up to a hundred thousand, 400,000. I'm ready to go wherever it's going to take us. <laughs> that's the spirit there. That's a, that's a strong, strong hand. We're not impulsive. The Meisters, not, not impulsive, not at all. Now, um, let's see. We, and going back to your old days, I just want to even, I mean, you, you're a real smart guy and everything, but you had the default in your head, diversification for the sake of diversification. Where does that come from, do you think? I mean, it's everybody seems like they want the next Bitcoin or why did you feel like originally you had to diversify? Well, I mean, I did do research into Ethereum and sort of its applications. And then, you know, at that time, Litecoin was really popular. And I think, is Litecoin the one that's related to the owner of this wallet or something? Yeah, yeah, it's Char Charlie Lee. Made so, it. yeah, I did, I did do research in that. I think that you're right. I think that, you know, we just are brought up into a culture where they say diversify, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket is a very common saying. Um, and so that's, and, but also um, even as, you know, you know, in the, since about 2017, if not earlier, you know, the people who were in Bitcoin in 2000, what, 11, 12, 13, you know, they obviously have seen huge multiplication um, or ex, whatever you want to, the, the term. Exponential, yeah. Exponential yeah. growth. Um, whereas it seems, you know, I think another reason why Ethereum and Litecoin and these others have been or are popular uh, to the uninitiated is because they're such low numbers. It's like penny stocks. You know, you feel like if you get in and it just happens to go up to $10 or it ha happens to go up even, um, you know, in the case of Ethereum right now, when we're filming this, Ethereum is what, $1,200. You know, if that goes up, um, you know, to $30,000, someone thinks, well, that's going to be a higher duplication or, or exponential than, than if Bitcoin goes to uh, a, a number that a lot of people just can't get wrap their heads around. So um, I, I can see why people do it. And again, I, I have kept Ethereum, but I've gotten rid of, I've liquidated everything else. Um, but I have much more value in my Bitcoin holdings. And again, when he says he liquidated it, he didn't change it in the cash. He's not into no Biden and Kamala. He turned it into Bitcoin. That's, that, that's the point. He does not that value his, he does not value his wealth in dollars. He values his wealth in, uh, in the best thing that's out there. And it's it's unit bias is what you're talking about. People are like, oh, the the, the ripple is only 20 cents. It could go to 20,000 like Bitcoin. I mean, this ridiculous theories that people have, they don't even know about what the market cap would have to be for ripple to be uh, uh, to have Bitcoin's price. But uh, sorry, I interrupted you there. I think you're about to say something. No, I mean, I'll, I'll say is again, I, I look at it as, um, you know, I'm in a position where I, I just might as well play it out and keep it into Bitcoin. Um, I don't really believe anyone should take out a Bitcoin unless they need it for an emergency. You know, if they have an emergency uh, and they need to survive, uh, and maybe at that point, and they had no dollars left at that point, I would say, why not? But um, thank God that has not happened. And I would say that, um, you know, you should just try to keep that Bitcoin as we go through the roaring 20s. I think it should be an interesting time for Bitcoin. Golden age of the 2020s, baby. It's great to be alive. And CS2 sent five bucks. He says, and he's asking me this question. Is when you use the term Bitcoin overlay, how do you define that? Well, it's it's partially a mindset where you no longer value your wealth in dollars, where you're just trying to get more and more Bitcoin. But to truly be in the Bitcoin overlay, you're not affected by like cancel culture or anything like that. You can save what you want to because you've got a big stash of Bitcoin. And if you got fired from your job, it wouldn't matter. Or if you already work for yourself, 
and you've got a big stash of Bitcoin, like me, I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. I'm I'm the very definition of it. I don't have to rely on normie world and normie dollars and getting a paycheck and having all the attack vectors, paying the car bills and everything. The Bitcoin, it takes care of me. I, I've got enough where I'm I'm good like that. And I can say what I want. And we, you know, it, it's accelerated these last few months. Uh, if in, in people are really scared about losing their jobs and losing their friends because they don't want to lose their wealth. Uh, if you say the wrong thing now, you're just totally cut off from society and people are losing their bank accounts and stuff. If you're relying totally on your bank account and your job, you're not in the Bitcoin overlay at all. But if you're in a situation where your wealth is in Bitcoin, that deck is unconfiscatable and you truly, you cannot be canceled when you're in, in the Bitcoin overlay. That's uh I think I think that's a pretty good explanation of it all, and and everyone, and again, some some of it's just a mindset for certain people too. Um, that that that's their goal to be in there, and it's not everybody that has Bitcoin is in the Bitcoin overlay. They don't have enough, and they're too entrenched in the regular world. Like you know, they got kids, they got bills, they got. I mean, there's massive things. That people, they're massive. I call them attack vectors out there that are hard to get rid of. But Bitcoin is the first step. In, in eliminating some of those attack vectors and and becoming truly free, and I think uh, this last year we've we've learned what uh, truly free is. So uh, th thank you. Just to build on that, I will say that you know it's it, what my current methodology is is uh, dollar cost averaging. I think is what they call it. You know, just put yeah. a little bit in a day. It it won't happen overnight, but just put a little in a day, and and over time you may feel like you have more freedom and more ability to truly um, chart your own course if you just do a little a day because obviously it is still a volatile uh, volatile um, item Bitcoin is it can go up it can go down quite a lot so people sometimes are hesitant um, to and I was even one of them when I was with just coinbase in 2017 when it went up to like 2017 uh, to, uh, $18,000 I bought at around 17 or eighteen thousand dollars for the, uh, the first time um, in since that time when I started accepting it back in 2014 around. So I, um, and then it went down for a couple years. Um, and so I felt a little gun shy to purchase any more. But if you do just a little a day, I feel like you're easing into it and you can get more freedom and independence. I, I want to say one thing about the two. The seven. So for a while you thought it was silly that you got it 17,000. You thought it looked horrible and everything. But my saying one day closer to an all time high always returns to the all time high. So now when you tell people you bought at 17,000 and it's it's du over double that, it's it's great. And uh, there was something else I wanted to say about uh, uh, being in the uh, being in the Bitcoin overlay. I, I, I don't know. All right. So, Craig, any other any other thoughts on the wallet? Uh, it's we're at the end of the show here. You can do a promo of your college consulting and for, you know, tell, tell the people what you do, but, but first any more uh, things with the wallet, you'd recommend it basically. I definitely recommend it again. I am not paid by them. I don't know any of the owners or anything, but what I will say again, it's balletcrypto.com and it's been very, very user-friendly for me. I'm very fond of it. Um, it's, it's made me feel much more confident with my Bitcoin and my small amount of Ethereum. And I really just, I, again, I love being able to check if I'm in traffic, I can look down at my phone without having to do two-factor authentication into Coinbase. I can just go into my little app and I can see it by the by almost the minute. The numbers keep changing, obviously. Um, so I really am a huge fan of this ballet, Simple and Elegant Pro Series. And um, as for my business, yes, thank you for mentioning it. I am a college admissions consultant. So I help uh, students and parents uh, of students in high school transition from 
high school to whatever comes next. In most cases, I help my students get into very selective colleges and universities in the United States and in Europe. Um, so uh, that is what I do. You can find me at collegemeister.com. You can also get a lot of free advice uh, through articles of mine and other admissions experts at a website called admissions.blog. So admissions.blog is where you can find me for free. There's also some information about me on collegemeister.com, but that's where you would sign up to work with me one-on-one -on -one for private college admissions coaching. All right, so admissions.blog, I'll add that to the links below. Everything will be uh, linked to below. Every, most everything is already linked to below right now for those of you watching it live. Okay, uh, no, more, no more questions. That was an awesome show. Thank you, uh, Craig Meister, uh, taking care of all the little Bitcoin Meisters out there all over the place. Uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on uh, having a freaking strong hand, everybody. You got a little... People, you know, they ask all sorts of questions. You got to see my brother tonight. All right, dudes. Uh, um, and both of us apparently aren't watching a football game tonight. We know we value our wealth in Bitcoin. We don't need to see that stuff. Okay. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember, subscribe to the channel, like the video, pound that like button, and uh, I'll, be back. I'll be back pretty soon. Who knows what show I'm going to do next. And also check out this week at Bitcoin. It was awesome. Thanks a lot, Craig, again. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And hang on.